Much like its lead villain, the Terminator franchise doesn't seem to die. It has been given a new jolt of life in Terminator Dark Fate. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton reprise their iconic roles, while the Canadian actress Mackenzie Davies and the Colombian actress Natalia Reyes join the franchise. Before we really dive into this, I want to introduce our special guest today and self-proclaimed Terminator superfan, Kathy Ritchie. Hello. And I should say, clarify, of the movies, because I did not watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles. So, of <laughs> good, the movies. Good good note there. And well, hey, welcome back to Whiskey and Popcorn. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to dive into this with you. Now, usually Tuesday, my co-host is here for these reviews, but she actually fell asleep <laughs> during this movie. I don't know how. That's a whole nother issue. But as you heard, she's Kathy, I'm Kaylee, and this is Whiskey and Popcorn. Before we really start this review, I want to warn you guys that we will be giving a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't seen Terminator Dark Fate yet, you'll want to hit the pause button and come back to us. Although it has been out in theaters now for a little bit, I don't know how you could have missed it. Shame on you. (laughs) Terminator Dark Fate more or less picks up after Terminator 2. And right off the bat, we kill off the savior of humanity, John Connor. Kathy has a lot of thoughts on this. But this essentially wipes the slate clean and allows for a new Sarah Connor figure to rise, which is Natalia's Danny. Now, she is living in Mexico City when her life is turned upside down by the arrival of the Rev-9 Terminator. Um, He's played by Gabriel Luna. And coming to Danny's aid from the future is Grace, played by Mackenzie Davis. And she is an augmented human. But the story pretty much follows along the same lines as the first Terminator. Again, we hit that reset button are starting mm-hmm. over. And Grace has to protect Danny for the future. Sarah Connor returns also ostensibly to protect Danny, but more to terminate all the Terminators in a lifelong journey of revenge. (laughs) Now, I have a quick clip here that kind of sets the tone of when Sarah meets Grace. The dialogue back there is pretty interesting, so take a listen. So you're here to protect her. What are you? Never seen one like you before. Almost human. I am human. Just enhanced. You know, increased speed and strength. Which means I can rip your throat out if you piss me off, so don't. Your turn. My name is Sarah Connor. When I was about her age, a Terminator was sent to kill me to stop the birth of my son, John. Leader of the resistance, we changed the future. Saved three billion lives. (laughs) You're welcome. So as you can hear, they don't exactly trust each other. That relationship is pretty rocky and doesn't quite come and gel together till like the very end of the movie. Well, I don't blame Sarah Connor because she's (laughs) been through a lot. And when you see somebody who is an augmented human, (laughs) potentially a Terminator, you don't know. Right. Uh, Yeah, I I think she has every right to be as skeptical as she was. Yes. And of course, Arnold is back as T-800, a.k.a. Carl, (laughs) (sighs) which... 
I have a lot of thoughts about that too. But I think we've more or less covered the plot in a nutshell. Try to keep the spoilers to a minimum, but... Oh, it's so hard because it's the first spoiler. I mean, right off the bat, the, what John Connor is killed within the first five minutes. I mean, he's shot by the T-800. Uh, the premise being that Skynet had sent back several different Terminators to kill Connor, which was the point of every Terminator movie. We have to eliminate John Connor or his mother or in Salvation, his father, Kyle Reese. <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's just very intense. But, I mean, it, it's a reboot, I guess. It is. So walking out of the movie, what were your initial thoughts and reactions? Well, you know, I actually really liked the movie. Um, it was fun. It was fast. It's everything you would expect from a Terminator movie, except as a longtime fan, there was no John Connor, which is sort of problematic for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that really bothered me. Yeah, and we talked about that a lot. I mean, it really it really irritated me because John Connor, I felt like is sort of he is the, the DNA of the Terminator films. And now that he's gone uh, and replaced by the Danny character, you know, I feel like this is the studio's attempt at inserting women into the franchise mm-hmm. beyond the as Sarah Connor actually puts it in the movie beyond being a womb. Yeah. But, you know. What I, I and I agree with you. I almost felt like this was was a response to the Me Too movement, and honestly, that bothered me a lot too because it felt like it felt very patronizing to me. Mm. And um, because I don't think Terminator, um, I think they always had strong female characters. You know, Sarah Connor in the original one. She, yes, she started out much like Danny in this movie, kind of innocent. Uh, you know just going to work, regular gal, until, you know, somebody from the future, something from the future comes to try and kill her. But T2, I mean, what she did to prepare for that role was really incredible, and that was in 1992. And I think, you know, now we see more women sort of built like that. But in 1992, that was not the case. She was very masculine and really incredibly ripped. I mean, she was a strong female character. Yeah. And I think there were some other strong female characters in some of the um, other spinoff Terminator movies um, that came out. But Sarah Connor has always been strong. And so I felt like it was mildly insulting that they felt like we needed even as though it it weren't. I don't know. That was my take. Yeah. Well, also, not only was this, I think, the studio's response to insert as they saw it, more powerful women, but women of color. Mm-hmm. So the the new Sarah Connor, Danny, she is a Latina. It shifts the story out of the U.S. solely into Mexico, which I thought was interesting yeah. and welcome. Well, in the Rev Nine, I think isn't he? She's Colombian. Was wasn't he? I I don't remember. I don't recall his background. He's definitely Hispanic. Yeah. But I don't know if he's from Mexico. No, I don't remember where he's from. But yeah, I agree. I think this was absolutely an attempt to insert more people of color, which is fine. Yeah. And I say that as a woman who who is of Latina origin. So (laughs) I just, like you said, I walked out of this film feeling like I had a fun. The action scenes were fantastic. It's what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Rev 9 was an incredible adversary because he had both the liquid metal aspects, Mm -hmm. the fact that he could morph into anything or any person. Sort of like touching back on T2, 
you know, I'll be honest with you. I will, I've only seen term, the third Terminator. I think it was called Rise of the Machines. It wasn't very good, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, so I can't remember what the female. And there was a female Terminator there. So she was a female Terminator from the future that was trying to kill John Connor again and um, his future wife. But yes. So he was liquid metal part term. He was also the tradition had that traditional Terminator T-800 that I think Schwarzenegger uh, first brought or portrayed. So he's this weird hybrid, but he yeah. was not technically a Terminator. Well, he can also separate himself into two entities. So there was like his... So he's like a working skeletal, mom. He's yes, a working mom. He's a working mom Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like... I mean, I dug it, but then I think it's a little bit problematic in just some ways if you take the fact that they're just diverging so much from the original Terminator storyline. but. Yeah. You know, there's space to do these weird things. Like, who knows? And with the future as we are now, your imagination of what the future from now could be, I think, would be accepting of that. It's a disaster. (laughs) But it was a disaster in 1984. Right. Too. I think, you know, ultimately for me, what I really struggled with was how they treated John Connor's death. It was so quick. So brief. And I felt like like I thought maybe at some point there might be a return. Like, are we going to close the gap here or come full circle in any way, shape or form or bring back Kyle Reese or do something? And literally, this was intended to reboot the franchise. And I thought it was cheap the way he, they killed him. At first, I didn't it was even, easy. It I didn't even think it was going to be um, T-100 killing him. I thought maybe it was supposed to be somebody else because, obviously, it was a completely computer-generated, much younger Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that threw me a little bit at first. But I'm like, wait a minute. And it's been forever since I've actually watched T-1 and T-2. So I was a little bit confused and thrown there. But I want to talk about this sort of uh, trifecta of women. So we have... Sarah Connor, mm-hmm. we have Grace, which is Mackenzie Davis, and then Danny. Mm-hmm. And I think it is interesting because it this is a very much, I think, female-driven movie in the sense that all the main moving parts are women, except that your villains are, are male. Mm-hmm. Well, even Carl, he sort of, which I thought was interesting, he sort of found this sensitive side to him, <laughs> that was... which was really odd because... You can't, a Terminator, from my recollection, <laughs> cannot, you know, they don't adapt like that, I didn't think. But maybe I'm wrong because in T2, you know, when you when you watch the first one, it's very raw. It's very rugged. I mean, it's a very brutal movie. It's really, I mean, it's and it's wonderful if you haven't seen it. T2, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger sort of becomes this father-like figure to John Connor because his father obviously died in the first one and he was killed by the Terminator. So... But he was programmed by John Connor in the future. So in this case, Carl somehow learned like, oh, empathy, empathy, killing someone's son makes him sad. He and he literally becomes a father and a husband to someone else and owns a drape company. That was funny. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely threw me for a loop. He's all like. It's a little girl's room. You must use flowers, butterflies, or polka dots. No solid colors. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is happening here? And of course, Sarah Connor was like, also, right where the audience was, like, what the fuck? Is yeah. This? Yeah. But I mean, it was, I guess it was a little bit uh, a little bit of levity that was maybe yes. needed because there was a lot coming at you very quickly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think um, the three women, I love, I love that. And had I not ever seen Terminator... I would be like, oh my god, this is the best movie ever I've seen all year. Even maybe, maybe even 
better than Fast and Furious. I don't what? know. What? I know. Oh Dare God. I say, <laughs> I don't know. But coming from what I had already seen, I was, it, I don't know, is it a forced solution? Like, I mean, just rebooting the term, killing John Connor so there's no Skynet, there's no future, and then bringing in a female cast because clearly there's going to be a, a reboot of Terminator 2. Like the way they ended it was essentially the same way they ended the first 1984 Terminator. And you're going to figure out how they actually developed this Rev-9 base. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like the first one. And it looks like Skynet's gone. So whatever Sky, maybe it's just Legion. the cloud. Legion. Oh, Legion. Yeah. That's right. They did Legion. give it a name. Yeah. So and it, that was the other thing. I mean, it really followed a very similar pattern to the first one. Even where their final fight was. Yes. And then what was left over of the Terminators. Exactly. So it remains to be seen how the next one will be. But again, I liked the the interactions. I liked how Sarah Connor and Grace, they have these checkered pasts. They're Mm -hmm. complicated women. I did like that. And Danny, she also, at first she's very much that damsel, innocent figure. Mm -hmm. But she gets to be fully realized as a multi-dimensional badass yes so that does come to fruition so I what could have left a bad taste in my mouth because I think that's one thing for me in the first Terminator I was like this the Sarah Connor figure I was like she's too much of a damsel in distress in the original 1984 one yeah but I know it changes she changes though I mean yes in the in the very beginning yeah for sure also that 80s hair was driving me nuts so (laughs) What can I say? You didn't like going to Tech Noir. Was that what the the bar, the club was I, called? I think Tech, it was Noir? The Tech Noir. Tech <laughs> Noir. Um, no, I love. I like that too. And I, you know, honestly, I loved what uh, Linda Hamilton brought to the table, which was, you know, there was she looked her age, and I liked that. You know, I thought she was obviously very had taken a tremendous amount of time to get in shape, physical shape, but she looked amazing. She didn't, but her hair was gray. She, you know. Had, I think she's in her 50s now. She looked, you know, age appropriate, but still very badass. And yeah. I love that about her. So I thought what I loved was that you had, again, putting aside what they did to John Connor. <laughs> um, they, you know, they had, it was a female driven cast. They had women of color. They had women who were over a certain age, older, you know, an older female character in Hollywood. That's tough to come by. Um, who actually look like their own age. I mean, I just read an article in the New York Times about Keanu Reeves' girlfriend. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) 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 So clearly it's an issue. Yes. So I like that. And Mackenzie Davis was wonderful. She is fantastic. Mm -hmm. She's one of my, like, favorite actresses. I first saw her in this TV series called Halt and Catch Fire. And it's about the 80s and, like, building personal computers in the early days of the Internet. And uh, she also plays sort of like this badass uh, hacker type of character. So I was already knew that she could handle this sort of like swagger. And she just assumed this role of the protector. And, you know, the fact that she's been augmented and has all these powers and yet like she still has her weaknesses. Like her body can't handle all the metal Mm -hmm. and the infrastructure that they've uh, outfitted her with. She has to have like some sort of chemical concoction to keep going. Yeah, but I also love the fact that she held her own against Linda Hamilton and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, which is I would imagine very tough to do. That these are you know I think they're icons in that world. Oh so. yeah, for sure. But I think she's fully cemented herself 
in the series, although they do kill her off. So I hope maybe we can see her again, again anyway. She's sort of like the Kyle Reese. I mean, who knows? <laughs> like, the, as we can see here with Terminator, nothing is set in stone. You can bring anybody back or kill anybody at any time because time in Terminator is fluid. Yes, apparently time, you can do whatever you want. But I do feel like, and this is this is where I was also sort of disappointed. Um, you know, my as I walked out, I was like, oh, I totally see the setup for this new revamped T2. Um, it, like I said, it was very, it followed a very similar sequence to the original 84 Terminator. And, you know, that left me really like not really excited yeah because so it's going to be sarah connor and danny and sarah now has to keep danny protected from being terminated uh and then we figure and then obviously i'm assuming they're going to go find out who created legion and lead the legion people are going to be not realizing what they've done sort of like the founder of skynet yes. and and that's where i kind of just saw it in my head I'm like ugh, this bums me out like either finish it and terminate <laughs> The franchise or I mean, and I guess maybe they're appealing to a new generation of people who have not seen the original Terminator and maybe kind of know a little bit of the second Terminator. I mean, it was in 84 and 92. So some of our colleagues, some people we know weren't even born then. Well, you know, I feel like a lot of people who are our age are now in Hollywood and want to put their hands on the things that they loved. Hence, franchises getting new life, including Terminator, including Star Wars. Let me ask you this, so Star Trek. Star Trek. I was going to bring that up. I did not have any issues with Star Trek, and <laughs> I had serious problems with this. And I know that there were similar, you know, characters like Khan, or I don't remember if there was a Nero character in the original one. But um, well, I think with Star Trek, what they did is that they didn't just like hit the kill all button, and they basically just started from the beginning. They killed James Kirk's father. They killed. <laughs> Kirk's father, but thus changing his trajectory. But you know, it's still Captain Kirk and Sulu and Uhura and Spock and, and Spock and everybody. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't like they killed off Captain Kirk and said, "Okay, yeah, now we're starting exactly. over." Exactly. No, it's just we're starting with Captain Kirk and going from there. They just changed his origin story by killing his father, which nobody really, I don't think, a lot of people knew who his father was anyway, yeah. and it was fine. <laughs> it just gave him some impetus for yes. his character, but I don't think it ever changed the the lore mm-hmm. of Star Trek. So unlike here, where we're like. Hit that kill button. Blow it up. Mm, yeah, and I, I just, I don't know. I think it just felt, if you've been a fan of Terminator, you know that John Connor has really um, always been a part of the franchise's DNA. And it just kind of gutted me a little bit. Yeah. Well, would you recommend people see this film? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a fun movie. And I think you should see Sarah Connor be a badass. And, you know, it was... That was fun. Like, I, I'm not such a purist where I'm like, don't go see this movie. They killed John Connor. <laughs> but, I, you know, it was fun. And I think for me it was just more like, oh, I was, could have done something different. I just thought it was a really easy way out, too. Sure. I'm not a Hollywood screenwriter, obviously, so <laughs> I get, like, um, the challenges with that. But, you know, it just felt like kind of an easy way to, re- as you put it, reset the movie sure. and start over again. Um, I had fun with the movie. Um despite all the issues that it presents for the franchise itself. And I think, you know, if you like action movies, mm-hmm. like this is going to, this know, is fun. It's going to satisfy you. Oh, yeah. So I'd say go see it. I think it was great. I thought the characters were wonderful. They were fun. 
I like them. I even like Carl, the T-800 Terminator. I mean, but <laughs> The homemaker. I, I think you have to almost see the first Terminator to see how he kind of has evolved from this just brutal beast of a machine who at one point he was shot in the face I think by Kyle Reese and he's like in a hotel and he's carving mis- out his eye carving out his eye because there's mosquito because he's just human skin and it's you know yes. it's decomposing so to Carl the drape maker well on that note I think it's time to drink mm. <laughs> cleanse my palate yes so um I did a little Google search to find me a Terminator <laughs> cocktail. Did you go with that one? I went with that one. It's called a T-1000. Make me a cocktail. Um, I do have to give credit to Aggressive Comics on YouTube. Uh, they're the ones who uh, put this drink together. I don't know if they're the original originators of the <laughs> recipe, but they made it. So it is gin, triple sec, and seltzer water. Then you go to the baking store and you get like silver powder and maybe a little black metallic powder and you mix this all together. When you mix the silver powder in there, it makes it like this liquid metal looking drink. (laughs) And I insist that you pour it into a skull head mug that then it will look like the Terminator. Yes, the T-1000, very different though than the other Terminator. But another story for another time. <laughs> we wanted to break down different Terminators. I think I was going to go, I there was a line in the movie where Sarah Connor, obviously she's dealing with a lot of emotions and has encountered a lot of loss in her life, uh, the character. And she talks about how she just sort of, you know, drinks till she blacks out. So in my head, I'm thinking, you know what? Just seeing this, I think I'd want a vodka soda with some limes and just kind of sit back, take it all in, process the passing of, you know, the one and only John Connor. Pour Um, pour one out for John Connor. Yeah, pour one out for John Connor because Danny cannot replace John Connor. (laughs) Well, on that note, save your future by subscribing to our podcast. We will steer you to your salvation when it comes to movies nice we are on all your major podcasting platforms including itunes and now google play and if you haven't terminated your social media accounts yet then follow us on facebook instagram and twitter and bookmark our website whiskey and popcorn kathy thanks again for joining thank you and we will see you all at the movies Mm -hmm.